Hello, welcome and thank you for joining us today on Friend of God, brought to you by Friendship Baptist Church in Sturgis, Mississippi. It is our goal every week to bring the Word of God to as many people as possible. We pray that you enjoy today's message, but more importantly, we pray that it changes your heart and provokes life change and action. God bless, and please listen from your heart. Enjoy. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for being with us this evening. We're glad to have you here for our evening worship service. My name is Brother Jeremy. I'm the pastor, and it's it's great to have you here with us this evening. We're going to look at this evening, we're going to be checking out Peace, Superlative Living from Philippians 4-7. Philippians 4-7 is going to be our our target verse where we land today. If you have your copy of the Bible or your app or whatever you use, please go ahead and just turn on there and it'll help you center in on what we're going to talk about today. If we begin to think about peace, and and as I thought about it throughout the the week, peace to us, I think, seems like a far-fetched idea in 2020, doesn't it? It seems like something that may or may not ever happen. Most oftentimes this year, it seems almost dreamlike. I think every month since March has almost seemed like it was trying to beat the previous month. Meaning like April, May seemed to have its own set of things. It said, okay, Watch what happened the month before. Look what I can do. Watch what something else happened. Look at what I can do. And many of you feel like it's just hit you. One wave, one wave, one wave after the other. And it seems like there's no ending in sight. If you felt like that this year, you're in the right place. Because this evening I want to point to the peace that only God can bring. So if you have your copy of the Bible... Please go ahead and look at that. Secondly, peace in this life is very different than the peace of God. In this life, a lot of times peace is situational or how we feel or what's going on. A lot of times things are out of our control and in worrying about them or obsessing over those things or allowing them to to take such a major part in our lives, they they tend to take control. So they tend to take control of the things we never intended them to do. The peace of God is eternal. The peace of God says regardless of what is going on in this world that we're in, this world that seems to not have peace or direction or guidance from God, I can have peace from God knowing that all of these trials, all of these things that we're facing right now, are temporary. God is eternal, everlasting, and God will triumph over all. As believers in Christ, we have the peace of God. It's hard for the world at large to understand that peace because they don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And that might be where you are on this very day. Could be that you showed up in this tonight because a friend pointed you in this direction, but your life is 
anything but calm and peaceful. There are so many things out of your control and there are so many things that that you wish you had done better and, and so forth and so on. And maybe you're just a worrier. I'm a worrier. But there comes a time where you have to reach a point where you say there's got to be more to this life than just being consumed with everything going on now or consumed with everything that's happened in the past and allowing for it to dictate your life, to steal your joy and to rob you of the peace that God can bring. So this life, it may be full of all of these things, but the real difference maker is a relationship with Jesus Christ. Do you have that relationship with Him? Do you have that relationship? And if not, then chances are you don't understand what true peace is all about. Peace apart from God is not peace at all. It doesn't last. It doesn't stand the test of time. Everything in this world will fade away, but God will endure to the end. Those who are believers in Christ, take heart. If you're disheartened tonight, take heart and know that God is in control. There's a good example of, of this given during a rather tumultuous time as well. It is entitled, Worry Like a Christian. There appeared a remarkable story in Luke in August the 20th of 1957 under the attractive caption, I Fly the President. In this carefully written article, Colonel William Draper declared that worry was his business and President Eisenhower's safety his reward. Many interesting and intimate precautions were taken by the colonel and his 33-man team were responsible for the Columbine 3 preparatory to during and after a flight. Every member of the crew was a specialist and a perfectionist. Aeronautical standards are not sufficiently demanding to satisfy those who fly the president. An oil leak in the Columbine would keep the crew up all night. Usually two tests were considered adequate to check such a repair. Draper took 10. Then 36-year-old pilot was always available. On a trip, he slept not one, but two alarm clocks with him. Aircraft Commander Drepper said, People often ask me what it's like to have the responsibility of the President's life in my hands. I think it demands a special dedication. Everyone in the crew, down to the newest mechanic, must have it. So worry. Whether we have the charge of taking care of a President, or we have just the everyday endeavors of this life, the trials, sicknesses, all things, we can turn to Him. So I believe, thirdly, in these anxious times, that we can find peace. Maybe you've thought that is unattainable, that this life is inescapable, that what you've done and what you are doing, you can't overcome it. 
The important thing to know is that there's always time. If you're here, it is God who delivers and a God who can. Do the impossible even in your life. And maybe you're struggling with some kind of addiction. Maybe you're struggling with anxiety, depression. Maybe you're just dealing with life and it's so overwhelming. I'm going to tell you on this day how you might see this scripture here. In just a moment, it will pop up on your screen. If you don't have a Bible with you, you're welcome to just look at it there. We're going to break this one scripture apart and look at the different parts about how God makes it possible during these anxious times to have peace. Let's turn to Philippians 4. 7 and let's look at the first half of Philippians 4 7 and and the peace of God which surpasses all comprehension so let's take that and look at that real quick the peace of God that surpasses surpasses means that that it far exceeds it is far greater we can't fathom nor understand God doesn't just meet us he exceeds everything every time his ways you've got to understand i've got to understand his ways are not our ways human logic does not fit into this because god can do greater things than we can even even imagine even fathom even you know even think of in our finite minds so it surpasses every time he answers and just what we need at just the right time. And His answer is always just what we were looking for. Maybe it's not a, an idea of, well, God didn't answer just like I wanted Him to answer, so therefore I didn't have peace. No, when you pray to God and you say amen, you're saying, God, I want whatever you want for my life. I want peace that you can bring. I don't want this temporary peace that this world around me and, and friends and others seem to give me that just pacifies me for a day or a moment or a situation or just through this trial. I want to know who I can go to. Where can I go when I am in this predicament again and again? How can I find a peace that lasts? and supersedes everything that I face. So not only does it surpass, but it's all comprehension. That means we can't poll enough intelligent folks, look, in, look through enough periodicals, research enough, Google enough, to find out every bit of reasoning that is God's. You and I might be able to Google Bible verses, and you might be able to Google something online that makes you feel good but when God speaks into a situation it is peace and there's no way to put into a a word or or a sentence or anything that can help explain the feeling that we get when we can take a deep breath and know that everything is going to be alright. Have you ever been in a situation to where you were just so overwhelmed, but then a moment of peace comes in, 
and you realize that God's in control and that God has never let you down. Never will. To know that God has this, your trial, your temptation, your past, your present, your future, everything is in His control. Fourthly, the peace of God is how we guard our hearts and minds. So preparing ahead of time for all of those things which we don't even see coming is possible. If you say, you know, I'm going to make it through this life and everything's just going to be great and grand because I'm a Christian, then you're fooling yourself. And you're fooling those around you. See, the world doesn't need perfect Christians. It already had the perfect example through Jesus. We are flawed and far from perfect. We pursue after Him, yes. But He is perfect. So people need to see within me and within you imperfect people striving after God Almighty. They need to see the scars and the, the difficulties that we've been through. Because in doing so, they realize that they don't have to be perfect. And you don't have to be perfect. And I don't have to be perfect. We have to actively pursue after God. A God who forgives. A God who can do all things. A God who works in and through even our mistakes. And can do great things in our lives. So the peace of God. Let's look at this second half of this verse. Philippians 4, 7. It says, We'll guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus is the game changer. You've probably searched a thousand things. But without Jesus in your life, then you don't know salvation. You don't know eternal life. You don't know His perfect peace. And there's a lot of folks in this world that are super smart, smarter than me, that have a lot of book sense and have a lot of intelligence because they've studied various areas and avenues in life, from science to mathematics to anything else. But they fail to see and comprehend the logic of God. They fail to understand that Jesus saves. And they might know in theory, or they might know from reading those points, but they don't know in their hearts. They don't have that peace because Jesus is just something in a book to them. He's not Lord and Savior. He doesn't reign in their lives. He doesn't lead out in every situation. He doesn't speak to the storms that we're going through and calm the waves in us. If you don't know Him, then you don't know that peace that He can bring. His peace is greater. It helps us guard our hearts and minds for everything that's coming ahead. We will not escape this life without injury or scars. Just because of our humanness, we're imperfect. And we're going to fall short of God's measure in our life. But that doesn't mean that we lose our redemption. That means that we are, in our humanity, looking to a God who can. To Jesus who is greater than my worst sin, I find forgiveness. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, I'm sustained each and every day. 
And I know that God walks with me through every dark hospital corridor, every trial, every temptation, every situation, every moment in time, God is with me and He's with you. That brings us peace. Fifthly, peace is possible even in these tumultuous times. See, peace is not relevant to earthly things, but found in the eternal. It's said like this, that my soul finds rest in Jesus. Does your soul find rest in Jesus? Do you know without a shadow of a doubt that Jesus is your Lord and Savior? Do you have that assurance that no matter what you face, no matter what comes your way, it's going to be okay because God's got this. And that brings peace when nothing else will. There have been many nights that I've wringed my hands, you know, just worried about things, consumed with things. But the difference maker has always been the peace has always been when I turn to God and I give it to Him. God does His will. And it's always what I need right when I need it. And it speaks right here to my heart and it changes my whole understanding. God has never one time ever let me down. And I guarantee you, if you entrust your life to Him, he won't do the same to you. He might not answer always like you want or as fast as you want, but He answers. And you entrust your life through faith to His will. You begin to wait for His answer. And patience, I get it. We live in a fast-paced society with instant gratification and apps and everything else. But don't try to out-Google God because His answers are always better than anything that somebody is going to offer in this world. And I promise you, there is no comparison to Him. So how do we make application of this this evening? We begin to make application of this by understanding that, firstly, peace in God is not unattainable. That we've got to let go of control and recognize who's in control. Two reminders from Scripture that this brought to me this week as I was walking through this. The first one is that we need to cease striving and know that He is God. That means that we cannot worry ourselves enough. We cannot do enough good things. We cannot seek enough self-help books to supersede what God can do. If we let go control, we allow for God to have control. We turn it over to Him. Secondly, as the deer pants for the water, so my soul longs for God. How many of us remember those words? Those great Old Testament lessons to know that even in the most drastic of times that are difficult and tumultuous at best, that we can long after God. And our soul can find that rest in Him. So first, peace, is, peace in God is not unattainable. We have to let go control and realize who's in control. Secondly, a peace that lasts. I call it soul's rest. 
and maybe maybe that's something that that fits in to your understanding today and some thoughts that came along about that as as i was thinking about that and what i might share with you on that is god's our refuge when this life is overwhelming he's our refuge have you ever been to one of those cabins in the woods and it seems like there's no cell signal there's no television there's no distractions and you find that there is a tremendous amount of peace maybe it's the birds chirping maybe it's the wind blowing maybe it's just the fact that you've unplugged and allowed for that peace to just pour into you god is our refuge our cabin our place of peace when this life is so overwhelming also he doesn't play a game of hide and seek god isn't somewhere in the far expanse of the universe god's right when we where we need him when we need him he's always there so in our response what we can do is seek his kingdom first whenever you face life when you are searching for peace in a situation that seems to have no end go to him first trust me you'll save a lot of worry anxiety heartache and disappointment if you go directly to the one who has control over your heart and life thirdly the peace of god comes when you know the salvation through jesus christ i challenge you tonight to take that step to understand that peace apart from him is impossible but peace through jesus christ is possible for at our point of sinfulness when we were at our worst jesus christ died for you and me not because of what we did is salvation possible but because of what jesus christ did jesus christ died the most terrible death imaginable during that time crucifixion crucifixion was enough in itself where someone would suffocate on a cross that torturous death but jesus christ was not only done that way but before he was beaten and scourged in a terrible estate he was then given the task of carrying his cross to that mountain where he died for you and me and the interesting fact about this is he chose to do that in your life you might think that you aren't worth a whole lot maybe you were a conglomeration of your decisions and you feel like you can't escape your past when you were at your worst when you are at your worst he had that in mind when he died for me and you it's not because of what you did it's because of his great love for you god so loved the world that he sent jesus to die for you will you trust your life to him today will you take that step tonight i truly believe it's it's great to have imagery or 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 something in our mind when i think about 
Jesus meeting you and me, wanting to forgive us, wanting to save us. I think about a loving Father who reaches out His hand, waiting for His son or daughter to reach out and grasp His hand. I believe that Jesus Christ Himself is with us. And He's holding out His hand to you who don't know Him. And He wants desperately to tell you that you are loved beyond measure. And that He can be the peace that you have spent your entire life looking for. He has His hand out. He's reaching for you. Will you grasp His hand? See, there's no burden too great that He cannot carry. That His grace and His mercy cannot cover. And His freedom through forgiveness gives us the ability to overcome despite all that you, that I have said and done. We all have consequences. Life lessons that we've learned. But that is not a permanent period to the story of our life. You have hope in Jesus Christ. And this evening, my hope is that the hand that's reaching out to you, you grab and hold on to and ask for that forgiveness this evening as I pray. Father God, I pray for each and every person. Each and every one who's felt like they're not good enough. Each and every person who's felt like that this season will not end. That peace is unattainable. God, I pray with an outstretched arm, God, you reach out to them. God, that you let them know that you love them. That you died for them. That they might have this freedom through forgiveness. Heavenly Father, you paid a price to overcome sin that we can't even grasp or fathom. But in, in all these things, you made eternal life possible to all who would believe. It's not just for the squeaky clean and the ones who've done life right. It's for the dirtiest, sin-filled ones who have regrets beyond, beyond all things. God, it's for the one who needs to desperately escape the situation they're in. God, this worry, constant burden on their life. God, you can bring them peace. God, if they confess that you are Lord and Savior, died for them, the sins that are on their heart and mind, and bring them and lay them at your feet, then you are more than willing to forgive. You are more than willing to inhabit their heart and mind, giving them a fresh and new start in you. Father God, I pray for those that need to, that they are bold and strong enough to stand up tonight and reach out for you, for that hand that's reaching out for them. Father God, I pray for the Christian believer who knows you already and has just been so overwhelmed in this season. God, I pray that they remember that you are their refuge. You are the one that brings peace in a world that is less than anything that resembles peace. God, you are in control. Heavenly Father, remind us that the hardest days are nothing in comparison to what you are going to meet us with at that day. 
when we call in your name, God, you're there every single time. Father God, it may not look like we want. It may not be exactly what we thought. But like any good and perfect parent, God, it speaks directly to our need. Heavenly Father, God, speak to us. God, let us be willing to listen and follow your advice. Because we know you love us. That you cared enough to die for us. And you chose to do so. Rising again on that third day. Changing our entire lives. Here and forevermore if we'll allow it. Father God, it's not a mediocre faith. It's a bold faith. That continues to grow throughout the span of our lives. Heavenly Father, I, I praise you and I lift your name above all names. Amen. Thanks for being here this evening. If you need to talk to me or, or to one of our other ministers on staff here, Brother Trevor or Brother Jeremy, you'll see a number at the end of this broadcast and it will connect you with that. Have a great and wonderful week and we hope to see you in all of the small group ministries that we have this week. From Sunday school to, to our Bible studies that happen on Mondays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays and every other day of the week it seems. We hope that you get back with us. And that's at friendshipsturges.com slash smallgroups. Thank you so much for being here. God bless you. enormously grateful that you chose to share it with us. If you would like to know more about Friendship Baptist Church, please visit our website, friendshipsturges.com, or our Facebook page at facebook.com slash fbcms. Both can be found in the show notes below. If you would leave a rating or review for our new podcast, we would be very appreciative. And if you would share it with others, we would be eternally grateful. We pray that you have a God-filled day, and remember, love God love people and reach the world. Have a good day.